Hey folks, it's Alex Blenkern from Bows and Cox Brokerage in Peterborough. I'm just coming at you today with a quick market update. I'm back at the kitchen table uh, and today we're going to be talking about the real estate market for the month of June 2022 in Peterborough. So let's start off with some highlights. Uh, so for June 2022, there were 327 listings in the residential market in Peterborough. There were 139 sales. The average price took a decline yet again, um, and it's coming in now at $701,341 for June 2022. And the days on market has shot up compared to last year. We're now at, on average, 22 days on market. So a little uh, comparison here from last year. Sales are down 43% from June 2021. And days on market have shot up 75% compared to June 2021. And uh, I'm just going to check my notes here to make sure I'm completely accurate. We saw a, a decline of about $45,000 in the average price um, compared to May 2022. So just a month ago, there were 335 listings a month ago in May 2022. There were 183 sales. So sales are down uh, about 50 sales for the month and listings have only declined by eight. So there were 327 in June and 335 in May. So that means that the listings have only, you know, fallen by five, uh, sorry, by eight. So it's really, you know, about the same amount of listings, but the sales have dropped by 50 sales. So we've had 50 less sales. That means that there's more inventory on the market than what is moving in the market. The average price again dropped by about 45,000. Uh, we had 745 in May and we've finished with 701 in June. All right, so now let's kind of break it down uh, by neighborhood. Um, so let's start off with the central part of Peterborough. The central part of Peterborough actually had a crazy amount of activity uh, compared to, to last month. So there were 65 listings and there were 31 sales in the central part of Peterborough. And the average price shot up. It's now at 620. Uh, 620.00. 521 was the average price. That's up 18% from last year. Uh, the listings are up 38%, but sales again have fallen from last year. This is kind of a consistent theme that we've seen um, when comparing June 2021 to June 2022. And days on market have also gone up. They are up 35%, now sitting at 19 days on market. Next, let's talk about the east end of Peterborough. You know, this is my favorite part. This is where I reside. I love the east part of Peterborough. Um, again, we didn't see a whole lot of activity for June. Uh, there were 20 listings and 10 sales. That's down, you know, listing side, it's down 23% from last year. Sales side, you're down 44% from last year. The average price, it still kind of comes in at that middle ground, um, you know, at 637, 790 for June. But again, that's down as well, 8%. So the houses in the east part of Peterborough have declined 8% year over year. 
Average days on market, that's gone up as well compared to last year, you know, fairly typical. It's now sitting at 20 days on market. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen a lot of activity really for the east part of Peterborough. Now, still, we are continuing to see that hierarchy of neighborhoods uh, reflected in the price. Um, you know, you've kind of got your west end at the most expensive. Then you've got the north end, east end, central Peterborough, and the southern part of Peterborough. And that's kind of reflected in the price hierarchy. Speaking of which, let's talk about the north end. Uh, what a crazy change from last month. So let me give you some figures from last month about the, the north part of Peterborough. So the average price in the north end in May was 751,924. So almost 752 for the average price. There were 59 listings, 30 sales, and the days on market on average were 15 days on market. Compare that to a month later. Now the average price is at 649. So it's almost come down about $100,000 in a month for average price. In terms of the number of listings, they're fairly similar to last month. We've got 51 listings uh, compared to 59 in May. Uh, number of sales have been cut in half. We're sitting at 18 sales for the month of June in the North End. And there were 30 sales in the month of May for the North End of Peterborough. And then finally, let's talk about days on market. This was crazy. Um, 45 days on market on average for the north end of Peterborough. This is up 246% from last year. And it's an extra month compared to last month. Last month in May, they were selling on average in 15 days. Now they're selling on average in 45 days. This is something to watch. You know, it's it's crazy that the amount of inventory in the north end and how slowly it's moving. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, we'll watch that, you know, week by week and, and month by month to see how and if that trend continues. Now let's talk about the south end. So the south end of Peterborough, they didn't have a lot of action here at all. Uh, you know, we had 21 listings. That's down about 12.5% from, from last year uh, and only seven sales. So only seven sales uh, in the south end of Peterborough for, for June 2022. That's down about 68% from, from last year. The average price is also down uh, year over year. So you're at 556,500 for average price year over year. And the days on market are at 15. So that's gone up about 66% from last year. And now let's talk about the beautiful, beautiful west end of Peterborough. Again, arguably the most desirable part of Peterborough. Uh, we see, saw a lot of activity there. Uh, 69 listings in the west end of Peterborough. That's up about 43% from last year. But the number of sales dropped uh, almost by 50%. So they dropped by 47% uh, to 25 sales for the month of June. So a slow moving month, although there's been a lot of listings in the West End, there's not as many sales. So again, product is not moving as quickly um, or, or as frequently as it did last year. The average price is still up. You know, it's up about 11.5% uh, to 759,126. So just around that 760 range for average price in the West End. And the days on market are down. So 
they're moving faster. They're just not moving as frequently. So the days on market are at 11 days on market, and that's down about 26% from last year. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on. Uh, you know, this is on everybody's mind. We've now seen another uh, decrease, another month of the average price coming down. And obviously it had to come down. It was it was getting a bit crazy in February um, and it's it's come down. The Bank of Canada has decided to raise interest rates. This tends to be one of the biggest changes uh, from February to now June. So on July 17th, there is a meeting with the Bank of Canada and there's a potential interest rate raise of 75 basis points or 0.75%. So what does that mean for a person who is buying a home? Well, let me give you a quick example. So I was looking online and I got some basic information about a five-year fixed term mortgage from TD Bank. So they advertise their five-year fixed rate mortgage, meaning you stay at that rate for five years, and that is the length of your term. Amortization can be 25, 30 years, so that's the, um, or, or less, that's the amount of time that you pay off the loan. But the term is the amount of time that you're paying off that loan, for example, at a certain interest rate. So their five-year fixed rate mortgage was sitting at 5.25%. So you'd be paying 5.25% interest on that five-year fixed rate loan. The reason I bring this up is I have a client who got a fixed rate with TD back in mid-May. And their fixed rate was at 4.33%. Now it's at 5.25%. So what does that mean for somebody who's looking to buy the house? Well, if you're buying, let's say you've got a $400,000 loan and you're buying at that 4.33% that you were able to lock in in May, your monthly payment is $1,977 per month roughly. Fast forward now, if you were to get that same five-year fixed rate mortgage at the same bank in July, July 5th to be exact, your monthly payment would be $2,194 per month. So your monthly payment has gone up $200 per month. And you know what? Maybe that doesn't sound like a lot. But if you're trying to budget and, and, and you're trying to create a successful budget so that you're going to have money to save, have money to invest, and have some money to, to play around with, you know, let's say your fixed costs will be about 60% of your monthly paycheck or your bi-weekly paycheck if you're on a fixed income. Raising that by $200, that changes the game. You know, let's say for example, you're making $2,500 bi-weekly. That extra $200 has gotta come from somewhere and it's not coming from your employer. They're not going to give you an extra $200 because your fixed rate mortgage has gone up. They're, they're not going to do that. So it has to come from somewhere and it's hurting these consumers. And my opinion is that people are not buying because these interest rates are going up. They're, they're hearing the loom and doom in the news media that real estate's going down, real estate's going to crash, we're heading into a recession, don't buy now. You know, it costs more to borrow than it did, let's say three months ago. And all of that 
may or may not be correct. You know, it's impossible to predict these future, the future, the, the news outlets tend to uh, try their best to do that, but it's, it's impossible. Nobody can, can predict what's going to happen in the future, but they are right in one sense. The interest rates are rising and it does cost more to borrow money and purchase a house. So is that what is deterring people from buying these homes? And when should I buy? Is it a good time to buy a house? Well, let's talk. Um, you know, that's everybody's mind. Everybody's mind is, is now a good time to buy a house. Well, it completely depends on your situation. Completely. That's my answer. It completely depends on your situation. You know, it depends on your situation. It depends on your financial situation. It become, depends on, on your goals. It depends on your future. It depends on your risk tolerance. It depends on a ton of things, whether or not you should buy right now. So let's talk about situation, for example. Let's say, for example, um, you're trying to buy a house and maybe in six months, a year's time, you're trying to either buy and sell and cash out on that equity that you earned or you're trying to buy and then in six months in a year you're trying to refinance um, to to maybe go and buy another property well you know then it wouldn't necessarily be the best time to buy right now to be completely honest um, although population is you know set to increase over the next five years ten years twenty years of Ontario, especially with the green belt and, and the restrictions around building and restrictions around land use, you know, we are gonna see population drive to these urban centers, like Peterborough, like the GTA, like it has over the course of this COVID-19 pandemic. However, if you're looking to buy now and sell in six months to a year, you've gotta have a pretty high tolerance for risk. There is no one in, on the planet that is able to predict what your house will be worth in six months. Now, on the flip side of the coin, if you're hoping to buy a house and live in it for five, six, seven, eight years, if you're buying a house and you just got a new job in town or maybe on the outskirts of town, and you're hoping to stay here for a while. You're hoping to live in, in, in the city, enjoy everything the city has to offer for five, six, seven, eight years. Then you know what? It, it might not be that bad of a time to buy it. Again, it comes down to your risk tolerance. It comes down to your financial situation. But if you're comfortable now buying a home for, let's say, 500 and maybe in December, it's worth 425 Maybe in... February, it's worth 440. And you see, you know, that somebody could get the same house, maybe your a neighbor could get could get the exact same house for for less money than you purchased it now. Again, that loss is only on paper. If you're hoping to stay there for five, six, seven, eight years, it doesn't matter. You can it's it's going it's likely based historically on the data, it's likely going to increase over those five, six, seven, eight years, and your house value, this is something that people should really understand that your the value of your house only really matters if you're buying, if you're selling, or if you're refinancing. You see, real estate is such an interesting asset because 
unlike the equity market, unlike the stock market, when you go into your phone, you can refresh it and see what the balance of your investments are at any given time. The real estate market is different. It tends to be a bit of a lagging indicator um, in terms of economic growth because of that. So it, it tends to be you know, a little bit behind the stock market, a little bit behind ec the equity market because you can't refresh your phone and see the value of your house. It, it, it doesn't change minute by minute like the stock market does. So again, is it a good time to buy? It absolutely depends. If you're interested in getting together, we can absolutely get together and talk about your risk tolerance, uh, your financial situation, your goals, your financial goals, and what you're hoping to do and gain by purchasing that house. If you're interested, please let me know. And I'm looking forward to talking with you guys again next month. I hope you guys have an awesome month of July, and I'll see you guys again in August. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.